We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. My precious time. Get your act together. We could be just fine. Oh, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sanson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. I look, truly, I look like such a giant next to you. I'm also very slouchy. You're, you're just, you're a, you're a tiny person. I'm I'm shorter than you, and I'm slouchier than you. Tiny Liz, big world. Also, I have um, a giant coconut. Oh, your your butt. My head. Oh, but thank you for thinking <laughs> I meant butt. It's really it's affirming. I, do, I also ha- I have a small head. Oh, I have to wear kids hats. I have to wear like the largest size hats they have, like. When somebody hands me a hat, there's a good chance it's not going to fit my head. <laughs> my grandma said it was because I got a lot of brains. That's yeah. how she would say it. She just has a lot of brains, my big, German grandma. Big noodle. Big noodle, small world. <laughs> um, have we talked about... Have I, have I told you on the podcast about my five-panel hat girl theory? You know what? We talked about it not recording. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to share my five-panel hat theory with the listeners for some background i was telling amelia about a woman who has a little bit of an annoying personality and amelia was like can i guess what she looks like and then i was like sure and she's like i feel like she wears a five panel hat and (laughs) she doesn't but then the more i thought about it i explained to mr liz like what you had said and i was like because girls who wear five panel hats are either like the coolest fucking girl ever or like the worst, most annoying pick me girl, you know? Yeah. And there's no way to tell the difference because they both look good in five panel hats. Totally. So damn. Yeah. That's some like camouflage. And he started cracking up because he's like, that's so true. You know, he's he's Mr. Outdoor Pacific Northwest. So he like meets a lot of women who wear five panel hats. Right. <laughs> I was just about to say, I like I feel like I know two women and not even personally. I like know of two women, like no names, girlfriend. He she wears five panel hats like exclusively and she seems 
like a pretty cool chick, you know? Mm-hmm. But how are we supposed to know? Because yeah. like you said, everybody looks cool in them. It's just such a gamble. It really is. Because, yeah, you got your pick me five panel hat girl. And then you got just like your fucking cool laid back down for whatever five panel hat girl. Damn. And and the cool five panel hat girl, always a girl's girl. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. What do you think like the male equivalent of that is? Ooh, that is a really good question. It could also be five panel hats, but I feel like <laughs> it. five panel hats are just like so predictable on Pacific Northwest men. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know. I'm trying to. You think know what? I, I think no thigh tattoos. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. a great answer. They're either like. Yeah, the like a fucking douche undercover or like just a really great guy. <laughs> Damn. That's so true. That's so true. Frank has thigh tattoos and it's so sexy. I love a good thigh tattoo. Oh my Mr. god, Liz me has too. Some and I'm like Hey, <laughs> can I see without pants on where I'm doing things? Honestly, his thigh tattoos make me want thigh tattoos. Well, you have a little guy on your I knee. Have this little guy. I don't like my legs enough to get thigh tattoos. I copied his placement. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't even know that he had tattoos on his legs. He has like a he has one on his thigh, and I was like, I like that placement, but I'm not copying you. Yeah, can I? Is it okay if I put this little stick and poke here? And he's like, Yeah, it is a good spot. It is. <laughs> I mean, we only have so much it's body a, to put yeah, tattoos on, you know. It's a good little. A when good you find a good spot. when you find a good spot, you gotta you gotta snatch it on up. Exactly. I got two new tattoos. Hello. You are I, got, just, I guess I got three new tattoos. You're getting yatted. I really, I really am. I got one for a bit. I got a seven because my brother told me to. Those are the best tattoos. Yeah. The ones that are bits. Yeah. And then I got a little sun for my middle name means morning star. So I got a little sun. That is a morning star. That is the morning star. And then I got a, a, a like a, what would you call it? Like an abstract line drawing of a woman's body. Oh, yeah. Because I love women. And the, for no other reason other than that. Yeah. I just think I women think are dope. Perfect. Me too. Like. I mean, they are. Uh, yeah. Like every woman, every For a dollar, name a woman. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I love My that mom. so much. Yeah. That, see, I think if Billy Eichner came running up to me on the street, my brain would go completely empty. Like, <gasps> yeah. Cause you're like, I want to talk to you. I'm so excited. Name a woman. Me. Yeah. I probably would just say me. Me and Liz went out this weekend. Yeah. Speaking we of which, um, Frank made us dinner. Oh my God. It was so fucking good. Uh, I met his best friend who, um, She's so dope. I adore her. She's just the easiest person to be around. Yeah. And she's one of those people that I was like, well, because Amelia and Frank were like, we think you guys are going to like really love each other and hit it off. And um, when I met her and we did, I was like, but she could get along with anybody. You know? Yeah. I'm, but she also doesn't like everybody. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, That's true. And she really, really loved you. Right when we walked away from. so much to me. When, when we parted ways she was like i love her you guys were so right i was like riding a high i was like i met a new person and we got along so well that's such a good feeling yeah you You guys were talking just the two of you like a lot of the night i love that shit i love seeing new friendships Mm -hmm. man when you're just like that is such a like a rare high too of like making a friend oh my god you know especially as an adult you're like we're gonna be friends yeah it's a good feeling i love that mr frank mr frank um Frank is like such an amazing host too. Mm-hmm. He was an amazing host when he came here. <laughs> yeah, he 
he like <laughs> brought his own glasses he's and made a, us cosmos he's such a special guy and uh the food was amazing too oh, he's this an man unreal was chef in the, he was in the kitchen for four hours making persian food i got and there, it was phenomenal i got there two hours early because i was like i'm gonna help and help host and then he would not let me anywhere near the kitchen which is smart because I, I would have fucked shit up real quick but like he's just watching that man operate i could just watch him i could just watch him cook let him cook for hours <laughs> hold up let him cook <laughs> i could just watch him cook for hours and be so pleased like he's it's just so cool Honestly, like watching a man operate in a kitchen there's something fun too about keeping someone company while they're like in the yeah, kitchen totally like when mr liz is here and he's like can i help and if it's like you know if he can help then i'll assign him a task yeah um and he can be my sous chef uh and if not if it's something that's like really straightforward and i'm already like almost done with it i'm like no but i just want you to keep me company while i yeah do this yeah, so then nice. he'll pull up a chair uh, while I'm in the kitchen and just like tell me about his day that's really nice yeah see I um my attention span is so uh delicate having somebody else in the kitchen with me stresses me out um Gatsby's stressing me out right now yeah Gatsby make what are you doing make a call dude our producer's producing hold up let him cook <laughs> let him cook come here Bubba the the cats discovered a new little cubby in my closet that's so, so exciting they've, they've been taking turns sleeping in there <laughs> that's so cute um gatsby is the discoverer of the spots and then gramps always likes to go commandeer them that's so fucking it's cute. like having a younger sibling yeah. you know when when they're like, it's like you go first i want to go there yeah it's mine now it's my turn yeah. Ma- mom <laughs> he's not giving me a turn gatsby won't let me lay in the closet <laughs> They, <laughs> I was on um, my therapy call and they started wrestling on the couch and they were like, Meh! they like, love doing that when they think they have an audience trying to listen to my therapist. She really has a really great monologue happening right now and you're distracting me. You should start um, doing like a pay-per-view for their fight nights. Oh, I should. Because you know how like UFC, they charge like $200 to just like watch it on television. <laughs> you know, you could do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would pay to watch these cats fight. It the goes down. Is, it's unpredictable, you know. Well, just keep a camera on them at all times. And I don't think that they fight when I'm gone. That's all know. the proof that Maybe you need. Maybe they do that it when I'm here because I'm like, hey, knock it off. Boys just do things for attention. Speaking of boys who do things for attention. We have a lot to talk about today, y'all. Yeah, this was a, a hot topic when we were hanging out on Saturday. Or was it? No, maybe it was last night and we were texting about it. Yeah, it was last That's night. That's what it was. Yeah, so I mean, just for some like... Uh, personal um involvement in this issue uh i have been the victim not once not twice but thrice of these dudes whose entire internet presence is them being like good allies for women and like kings of consent and they're they're uh they, their whole platform is about, like, being an intersectional feminist mm-hmm. and, like, being an ally to women. Yeah. And they, you know, become popular and make money off of that presence specifically. And then, you know, a few years later, like, old videos resurface where they're like, you know, feminists, like, need to not make general, like, sweeping generalizations about men. Like, how am I supposed to know 
when you say men, it's not about me. So they're like the not all men men. Yeah. But like even like that example that you're giving and we're not going to name any names for multiple reasons. And here, it's pretty but, like this has happened a lot with yeah. different people. So it's pretty vague. But that specific example you're yeah. talking about isn't even an old video. That was from like last month. Oh, I thought it was from 2022. Oh, maybe he said it again. Oh, oh he could have said it twice. Uh, actually, you know what? He blocked me. So I was only seeing people's reposts of it. That's why I thought oh. it was last month. So it was a year ago that he said mm-hmm. that. Okay. So it was a while ago. But um, I mean, we've all seen like men like this. And then I see it happen a lot on TikTok. There's also a therapist guy who is like always talking about attachment theories and like acting out like it's conversations between different types of attachment people. And um someone like a bunch of women were like we went on dates and like matched with this guy and he like fucking sucks yeah like he it's just like he's weaponizing his own like knowledge Mm -hmm. of of like the inner workings of people's emotional experiences yeah you know totally and like it sucks it's weaponizing therapy speak too. you see these people and you feel like you're getting like a glit this is what what i fell into like you feel like you're getting a glimpse of who they actually are because they're like so willing and open to like share things about themselves on the internet and like yeah you're like wow this this man's values are like so important aligned. yeah they're like him even talking about this is really great for the like intersectional feminist movement um but i don't know like when you realize it they're they're not challenging toxic masculinity they're not speaking to men they're speaking to women they're like women we're i'm an ally with you and i think like that's where it gets mixed up like they're profiting off of appealing to women so I don't think we've ever talked about um, decentralizing men from our lives. Mm -hmm. And like, it's really hard to to decentralize men with with society. Yeah, it's just how everything is. Everything is centered around men. And um, you, you need to challenge that internally a lot. And it's you'll be doing it forever for the rest of your life. But it made me realize that men also need to decenter each other from their lives because these men who are saying that they're allies to women and they're feminists and then they like do not feminist things and they're not like approaching it from a like debunking and disassembling toxic masculinity it feels like they're doing it for like the attention yes they're doing it for the approval of women because the approval and like admiration of women is appealing to men yeah yeah damn so it's one big yeah it's just like spiral of hell a step up yeah totally to like showing men like look how many women like me because if you look at and they know you're a feminist women will like you it's they when you look at conversely when you look at these like women on tiktok that are like men's rights activists and like you look at their comment section there's no women in there like you know what good point because they're not doing it for women they know that like they're doing they're doing it for the approval of men. men and the men that are like and like I I know some male creators on and I'm not even saying this in a not all men kind of way because fuck that like I know a lot of male creators on tiktok that are like very clearly obviously like good dudes you mm-hmm. know that are like speaking up for people that like don't have a voice you know including like a lot of women yeah 
but there are these guys that like you can really tell that they're like treating their platform as a dating app like mm-hmm. they and the guy that sparked this conversation with me and they're Liz like, I'm so emotionally intelligent and developed and like if women have low standards that's like her fault yeah and, and this is from multiple like influencer men like there's one uh one who's like a self-proclaimed narcissist like not even diagnosed he's self-diagnosed at himself as a narcissist and his whole thing is like um I was a narcissist and now I'm not yeah I was a bad husband and now I'm not and then now he preys on vulnerable women who you know are victims of abuse and um, like the the emotional abuse as well of narcissistic partners. Yeah. Yeah. His name's Robbie Harvey. This is like a conversation that's going on a lot on the internet. It's been going on for a while. I remember stuff yeah, I like popping up of his like three months ago of people being like, but this fuck guy this guy. Sucks. Like how he talks about shit is fucked. And then he'll like come back and be like, I'm still learning. You're right. I'm wrong. Like doing the whole like PR dream of an apology just to like come back and like you know dms to come out of him messaging women about like his sex life with his wife and how he just like gave her the best orgasm ever or like videos of him like exploiting people's like stay-at-home moms yeah and he'll market an mlm to them like a narcissist isn't gonna help you pay the bills like here's how you can get your own identity by signing up for this mlm and MLMs notoriously prey on like stay at home moms, women who are trying to get extra income or gain independence. And they fuck over s- majority of these women. Yeah. I think it's like something like 90% of people who like invest in an MLM don't make any money. They lose money. Yeah. There's a really good documentary that Vice did about LuLaRoe, which doesn't Lu- exist anymore. I love the LuLaRoe documentaries. Yeah. I watched one on, I think it was on Amazon Prime. And that one was so very good. It truly, it, it runs so deep and it really shows you like what's going on and how they like really like put the magnifying glass on these people who are like very successful in the company to make it look like everyone that's doing it is so successful when in reality there's people like you're saying that like you have to pay to like host these parties it's literally a pyramid scheme. yeah right right it's awful i have a lot of friends that have gotten sucked into mlms that at the time they're like no it's not a, it's not an a pyramid scheme it is multi-level marketing like, and then when they're out of it the they're like same thing it, it is but it's more it's like the legal way to say it you it's know a, yeah um have you you haven't seen the office there's like um a cold open where michael scott is like no like this guy got me and then i'm gonna like recruit you guys and then you get two more and then um he's marking it on this whiteboard and then jim draws a triangle around it and just and then michael just stares at it and jim walks away and he's like fuck (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing that's how it is i think it's difficult to see it when you're on the inside because like Mm -hmm. they're really good at selling dreams with these companies like well you can like work from home and like you work from your phone and all you have to do is like if you have a couple of friends that want to get involved like get them involved and then maybe they can get a couple of friends it's like loki a little bit like the the girls who are like manifesting i'm manifesting Mm -hmm. my dreams it's like well no you're 
a white woman who already like has financial and white privilege. Yeah. <laughs> so sure, like maybe having a positive attitude helps to an extent, but like the systemic structure we have in place is in your favor. Right. But to to an extent, yes, having a positive attitude and like being able to recognize patterns of um opportunity yeah that is essential like it's very similar to manifesting you you know you're recognizing patterns but they're making it seem like a wish totally like i wished for this and it came true uh-huh uh-huh i've never experienced Absolutely. depression i'm sorry if you if you practice manifesting that's great and like i'm not saying that it doesn't work i'm just saying that Multi-level it has been doesn't. it has been co-opted by it really has. a group who doesn't like really understand it <laughs> Everything good in this world gets co-opted by people that don't understand it. Uh, yeah, it's usually white people. I'll just say it. Absolutely. As a white as a white person. Absolutely. And that's why we co-opted podcasting from white men. <laughs> you're you're welcome. I don't want to call us heroes, but I know everybody just like wants like another white person's perspective Especially, on anything. Yeah, white women talking about sex dating. and dating. <laughs> you're welcome. Ladies, here's how you can suck a dick. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Um, I'd be like those guys in the comments on all of our TikToks, like, not everyone should have a podcast. Why is there always like five guys that say that? Is that like because a- they don't know any other line? 
not everyone they're all just like npcs with like three lines yeah not everyone should have a podcast (laughs) it's like when you go up to them they're like (laughs) yeah they like start running into the wall wow a bunch of twos talking about sex this is me being an npc yeah i'm getting fucked and you're not so let's maybe you should listen right your mom loves it (laughs) and i'll fuck your mom i I will i'm your daddy now um keith i just felt like one of the guys names would, would have been keith but anyway imagine a baby named keith no this is i what think I th- we've talked about yes this. Uh, the name specifically and i'm so sorry if you have this name but there's something every single time i think about somebody looking their newborn baby in the eyes and naming it seth is <laughs> fucking hilarious to me baby seth like, oh my god, that's a beautiful. What, yeah, I've what's never your, had a baby name, Seth. What's your? Ba- they're none of them are babies. They all come out as like twelve-year-olds with mohawks. Yeah, <laughs> frosted tip exactly. mohawks. If you are a man and you want to align yourself with um, intersectional feminism, like sincerely, then you need to focus on like calling out toxic masculinity and. And dismantling toxic masculinity and patriarchal masculinity versus, like, telling women that you agree with them. Yeah. Because that's what accountability is. Like, you can say you agree with anybody and then everyone will clap. It's a high reward, you know? Yeah. Rather than showing up and doing the work. Totally. Which like is you can thankless. say all day like that you agree with women and like <laughs> um, one of the examples, Laura Danger is amazing at like finding these guys and like holding them accountable. Like one guy who is a well-known like TikToker was like, here's how you can like make your girl's life easier. Like do your laundry and uh clean up after yourself and she's like that is only helping her if it was a problem it like if she was doing it for you to begin with yeah and you're an adult you shouldn't like helping someone isn't doing shit you should already be doing mm-hmm. and um i think that is a great point but like that's what we mean when it's like you're not showing up for the girls by being like, look, ladies, I cleaned up after myself. And like some of the comments are like, well, that's way more than other men do. And it's like, yeah, that's yeah, the that's, fucking point. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. There was a um, a video of somebody saying like that they this he like cooked this woman like her favorite his his girlfriend, her favorite dinner and like put on like made the corner of their house into like a movie theater and like put up a projector and like made all these like desserts and everything in the comment section were like yeah that's the bare minimum and it started this whole firestorm with men being like if that's the bare minimum like what the what the fuck like he did so much and it's like you don't hear about like she might she might have to be the one cleaning all of that up it's really not that much it's performative if you're doing it a time and then being a dick the rest of the time like there are so many things that like and that's the whole crux of the issue is like the performative aspect of being like look i'm a good guy and then like kind of like ending it there and just like you know having it in a vacuum of one night and then using that as an argument point for but i did that thing that's exactly that's how the guest was with me he he did one good thing and the rest of the shit that he did was like he would be like but remember that thing and it's like you don't that that is the bare minimum Mm -hmm. it's it's cute and like thank you for doing that but like it can't stop there and then anytime he would always try and like uh 
discredit your feelings Mm -hmm. by like when you had a legitimate concern and you came with a solution yeah as well yeah of like hey when you did this thing it was really upsetting and i asked you specifically to not do that like Mm -hmm. what the fuck and then you'd be like well i've been not saying like how i something that pissed me off yeah okay you're not doing either of you a favor by keeping like harboring resentment towards somebody right um I was also just thinking like Laura Danger also said something like men like your your male partner should enrich your life. And I think that is a great way of explaining it. Like I don't care who your partner is. You should be enriching each other's lives. Yes. And like something like that movie example or whatever like that's something Mr. Liz would do just on like a regular night. Totally. You know? Yeah. And I like just just noticing the things that your partner cares about isn't hard if you actually care about them. Yeah. And like you want to make them happy because making them happy brings you joy. Right. That is love. Yeah. Like Yeah, that's a good just that's in naturally enriching each other's lives because you just care about each other. Yep. And it brings you joy to see them happy. That's that, the bare minimum. Yes. It <laughs> yeah. really, it, it is. Yeah. Like, that's like, what Frank does. Absolutely. And like, so it, he never does it in a way that makes me feel like it's like, like you inconveniencing him. For this. Yeah. yeah. And whenever I'll like thank him, you know what he did? He bought. <laughs> oh, he texted me after I was a guest and he was like, thank you so much for coming over oh. and hanging out with us. I was like, thank you for having me as a guest and making dinner. It was phenomenal. He's so special. But he, there were, um, so he like makes single cups of coffee. He's very, he like has like a, like a scale. He's very serious about his coffee, but he has to do one cup at a time. I love that. That's so men. Yeah. It was, it's amazing. He, it's just so funny. He's Mr. Liz is the same way. He's got his like fancy ass coffee maker and a grinder. That's like special. I saw these, um, coffee filters sitting on his table for Chemex and we were in the middle of a conversation. I just like looked at, the, I like glanced at them. He was like, oh, I bought this so we could both drink coffee at the same time in the morning. That's so cute. And I started crying. I was like, this is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Having like, coffee with your partner in the morning too is so... It's such a love language. Uh, it really is. Like when Mr. Liz, I know, when I know he has a busy day, like he'll stay the night on a work night and then he bikes to work because he's a crazy person. Good Lord. Um... I'm like, good for you. Couldn't be me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Seattle. It's like the worst drivers. It's like not bike friendly. I just get anxiety thinking about him biking around the city because people, I, there are bad drivers. Everywhere. Yeah. You're just like, oh my, if you die, I'm going to bring you back to life and murder you for dying, being, <laughs> riding your bike. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Seriously. Um, Like he'll like, one of us will make coffee. So it's usually him because he'll wake up before me um, and he'll like surprise me and bring me coffee and then we'll he'll get back in bed and then we'll have coffee together for a few minutes before he has to leave. Coffee in bed is like that is the best fucking thing in the world. It's such a good way to start the day. Yeah. You're like, oh, someone is considering me. Okay, And this is exactly my fucking point, too, is like. These dudes think that we want these like big grandiose things, which is so nice. It yeah. really is. They're, the grandiose gestures are so nice. But the little things like buying Chemex filters so we can drink coffee together and bringing you coffee in bed in the morning. That's like 
that's all we want you know i mean i don't yeah. want to speak for every woman but every woman i've talked to is like it's the little shit you know like yeah the the, the big gestures are appreciated you know totally they're, they're absolutely lovely but they're not like something that's expected all of the time yeah. it's just like the little things where someone else is noticing what brings you joy yeah and like he's also he doesn't like come bring me coffee because he's like trying to be applauded for it right it's because he wants to yeah exactly (laughs) he likes doing it too yeah (laughs) yeah oh i love good men dude i'm feeling so fucking emotional i'm pmsing today y'all and i have just been such a, a wreck i've been crying at like happy shit i was telling someone the other day how like if i'm catastrophizing and like really emotional and i'm like texting you about it you're like I mean, you did mention, like, maybe you're about to start your period. <laughs> do you think that <laughs> maybe you're going to get your period tomorrow? And then I do. And then I'm like, wow, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. My PMS has gotten so bad. Dude. Like, yeah. emotionally. I wonder why. I wonder what's going on. It's a diet That's a great question. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, this is weird. Okay. I think this is relevant um, since we're talking about periods. I started spotting when the day I ovulated, like the other day. And it was like kind of a lot. It wasn't just like a light little Mm -hmm. spotting. Um, It was like a surprising amount of like blood clots. And it was like blackish brown. And I was, like, looking it up, and I was, like, this is, I haven't, like, spotted. And then it's, like. Are you stressed? (laughs) (laughs) That. uh, But they were, like, there might be a blockage. What? Well, because when when the blood is really dark, that means it's old blood that's been in your body. So I'm, like, oh, maybe it just, like, didn't all get out (laughs) during my period. Yeah. Because that's, like, the time where, like, more things are cleaning Things are moving. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very bizarre. Um. And not, it's a, it's pretty rare, like for, or not rare, it's like sort of common to bleed during ovulation, but. But that's also a pregnancy symptom. Exactly. So how the fuck are we supposed to know? Uh, breakthrough bleeding. I was like, well, I'm definitely not pregnant. Um, See, like I might be. I mean, I have an IUD. Yeah. I was going to say you have an IUD. I have an IUD. And that is but we don't really a like- pretty high success rate in terms of avoiding unwanted pregnancy because you she has the hormonal iud yeah i know that the copper iud is a gamble a little bit oh god that shit is big (laughs) it's scary seeing it next to like like a marina or a skyla i'm like that goes Uh, inside of a person's like (sighs) and they're conscious for it i like want an iud but i like don't want to (sighs) be around for it 
you know? Yeah, you want them to, like, knock you out. Yeah, and I also don't want to have to deal with, like, the pain afterwards. Heard. God. Yeah, it's a rough day once you, uh, once you get it in. Um, I think I, I know I've talked about this. What, the one time I did have an IUD for, like, a year and a half, uh... I went to work afterwards and I was fighting for my life on your feet too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's when I worked in retail. So yeah. I'm on Ridiculous. my feet. I like, I just straight up brought a stool out and sat at the register. I was like, I cannot walk right now. And luckily I arranged for someone to drive me. That, that would have been so terrible. They don't tell you that shit. No, not a lot of the time. My guy, take the day off. My ex-boyfriend came with me to put my um, my last one in, which was really nice because I like needed a hand to hold. And then he like brought me balloons at home. It was Aww. really sweet. It was really sweet. But <laughs> it's not a girl or a boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not pregnant. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he like that gynecologist like gave me everything I needed to know. He's like, take something before, but not ibuprofen because it'll thin your blood. Like. Take like Tylenol and then have somebody drive you. Tylenol is not enough. We're going to give you like a diaper because you're probably going to be bleeding so much. Like having somebody walk you through all of it and everything you need to know is so nice. A traumatizing thing to do to your body. Mm -hmm. Like men will like go under anesthesia for a vasectomy. And will they? Yes. And it's also like not nearly it's just because they don't want to be conscious during it which is fine but it's like not nearly as painful as a colposcopy or um the surgery i had which i can't remember the name of right now (laughs) uh leap oh yeah the leap procedure like people are conscious for the leap procedure and it is so painful yeah it's that's ridiculous I don't, and you've never had a colposcopy, but that's Mm -mm. when they take like a biopsy of your cervix. Like that was really fucking painful. Like, I don't know. So I'm just like, if people are going to be unconscious for a vasectomy, like why aren't we doing, why aren't we offering that for IUD insertion? Why aren't we offering local anesthesia for IUD insertion? You can also ask for a cervical guard. Why aren't we automatically doing that? That's crazy. The minimization of women's pain is bananas yeah. to me. It ab- it absolutely is. Like uh, there it's what? That with <laughs> how like mammograms are too. Yes, like wi- putting the, your boob between They squish it. Like really and I swear if like cis men had to get mammograms <laughs> on their ball sack. On their ball sack they would figure out like oh we're actually just going to like we're going to put on some spa music and <laughs> give you a soft pillow but now we we just gotta we gotta sit in between like a hydraulic press to make sure we don't have breast cancer so stressful even just thinking about like what it doesn't need to be like this so why are we making it like this right why because we don't matter liz oh do we need to talk about barbie do we need to talk about barbie i think we need to talk we absolutely we absolutely need to a moment and we won't give any spoilers at all. I had no idea what to expect when I went to see Barbie. I didn't watch any trailers. What? I watched a couple, but like I didn't watch anything or read anything that said like what the premise of the plot was other than, you know, Barbie can end up in the real world. And that yeah. that's like the maximum I knew. And I was like, oh, they're going to get into some shenanigans. But... <laughs> It is 
so much deeper than that. It's so fucking incredible. They did Maybe we need to revisit Barbie when it has been a little bit more like people have had more opportunities to see it. Yeah. But um, our our conversation about it will be this see it. Yeah, go, I think go everybody see it. should everybody of every gender of every walk of life needs to see this movie for so many reasons. You know what? Let's have a Barbie episode where we just talk about I love that idea. All of the lessons and like how analyzing the Barbie movie and how it's showing up culturally. That's a great idea. I think you mentioned this to me that like um the Eras tour and Barbie like all of these things happening at the same time that are like focused on reaching women and empowering women it's not a coincidence no like we're healing we're all like trading friendship bracelets in the parking lot of the taylor swift concert and wearing like pink to go watch the barbie movie and like saying hi barbie to each other and it's like all happening at the same time when i went out to dinner last night one of the girls i was with had she had just seen barbie and like there were like this group of like like mid 20 girls or something wearing all pink walking out and she's like hi Barbie oh <laughs> it was so cute and then last night when I was walking in from getting home it was uh obvious that like the building manager and her kids live here and she had just taken her daughter to see the Barbie movie because her daughter was like all in like pink and then they were singing the Barbie song oh I was just like <laughs> my mom and dad just saw it it is such a good movie um and people keep talking about how there's going to be so many Barbie costumes mm-hmm. on Halloween and we need to fucking make it happen, guys. We need to be dressed as Barbie. Yeah. And like there's that tick. I think you sent me the TikTok of the girl talking about like I like wanted to be like yeah. this iconic Barbie look. And then I realized like, like everyone's going to be oh, dressed as Barbie. But that's amazing. That's the, point. that's the point. Like we're all we can all be Barbie. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. It makes me want to cry. I love it so much. It's just a reminder of like we need to continue being allies to each other mm-hmm. um Greta Gerwig for president her husband oh. co-wrote it that's amazing I didn't realize that they're married I kept seeing I his also, name pop up yeah I I keep or thinking partner, about how like married. the men who are mad about Barbie like I did you you're s- you're you're leaning into the stereotype no I know and but you I, don't even realize it their two brain cells are busy bumping around in their brains and into each other yeah explosion. to like totally understand Oppenheimer is very good I will say that there was um in that video I haven't watched the Ben Shapiro video because if, if I have to I think that there's like a special realm of hell that is just listening to Ben Shapiro for 45 minutes but I did Frank's friend little, say she said she watched it right? yeah she watched it <laughs> she was like it was hilarious but there's a clip of it where he's talking about Ken getting like was like a secondary character and he accidentally said Ben and you can, you know, in that moment, that Freudian slip, he's, he's, he feels threatened himself. You know, it's yeah. like, may, people are like, like no, it's well, because like, he might have been saying Barbie and like, duh, duh. no, it was a Freudian slip. This man feels inferior and he feels like his masculinity has been tested by this movie. Which, the movie's called Barbie. It's literally, you know, I have also, this. it's for, like, it's not catered to a male perspective no but that's that's the whole thing is like i he can't process something is not being made for him right there's something that's not being made for him that he needs to see twice as much money as oppenheimer oh my god it's so fucking incredible oppenheimer okay i have an am i the asshole to read you are you ready yes i was born ready 
the subject on this is, am I the asshole for calling out my friend after she judged me for having kids? It's important to remember that title. Am I the asshole for calling out my friend after she judged me for having kids? Yeah. Okay. All right. Am I the asshole for calling out my friend and quote unquote humiliating her? I, 36 male, recently started dating again and told my friends that I was finally putting myself out there and wanted to settle down again. I asked a few of them to look over my profile and one, 28 female, let's call her Sally, told me that I should disclose that I have two kids from a previous marriage. I thought this was a wildly inappropriate thing to say to me. I asked her how she believed that was relevant and she tried justifying her position by saying things like, it's only right to be upfront with any women I date. I told her to worry about her own dating life, seeing as she's not close to being married herself and that if a woman rejects me on the basis of having kids, then she was shallow anyway and I dodged a bullet. Also would like to add that I, of course, intend to bring up my kids to any future spouse, but not until we've been dating for at least a year because I don't want to let someone know about my children and see them until they've proven themselves to me. Can you fucking stand it? I've read this and he's a fucking dipshit. He also never used her name again. So like it was that was an annoying thing. They're like, we're just going to call her Sally. Like he's just like, why did you? Right. Why do we need to name her? That just feels like a little like patronizing in a way. I don't know why. But like, can you imagine being married? Not being married, seeing someone for a year. Yeah, and then they're like, surprise, I have kids. I would be like, this changes our entire relationship. Yeah, and it's like... Well, and then having to plan around that, it's a secret at that point. Right, I mean, like... I'd be like, who the fuck are you? Shouldn't you know early on if somebody's going to leave you for having kids? Like, shouldn't you want to tell them? Shouldn't, shouldn't you want them to know so that you know if, like, they're... After they've proven themselves. How are you proving yourself? Right. Like, it. I think it. you should know. You should be told if someone has kids. And I wonder if he's coming from the perspective of he judges women who have kids. Oh, absolutely. From a previous marriage. Yeah, it's misplaced. Because he's like, well, I don't want to date someone who has kids from a previous marriage. Yeah. And like being like, oh, well, if I keep it a secret until they're in love with me and committed. Yeah. Then it'll they'll just have to be okay with it. Totally. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's giving, like, I can't do anything wrong. And, like, she's going to have to adjust her life to fit mine. Because truly. And no wonder he's fucking single. If I. No wonder you've been divorced, my guy. Uh, if I found out, even now, I'm, what, five months into dating Frank, and I found out that he had kids, I would go, like, nuclear yeah that that should be something that is like first or second date information absolutely like like second date sure okay i understand why maybe but like like sally is saying this is something that should be on your dating profile there okay what all of those dating profiles that are like i don't want any single mom like a lot of single moms will be like okay like that's good for me to know you know like that's why i disclose it yeah just just swipe left you don't need to be a fucking dickhead about it yeah and i think honestly i think he's just ashamed that he has kids like Uh, like imagine you're you're a 36 year old divorce man no one's gonna be surprised if you have kids no and also like if i was his child and i was like wait you've been dating this woman for a fucking year and i'm just now finding out about her because like he's probably it probably goes the other way too he's probably Mm -hmm. not telling his kids about her if like you know how is this how would you maintain this secret like realistically 
How yeah. would you, it would be so much effort to maintain this secret. Mm-hmm. Like you have to plan for childcare unless he's like a deadbeat dad and he's like not doing anything with his kids and Honestly, doesn't have custody. That might be it. That might be why he's also like flying off the handlebars. He's embarrassed. Yeah. Because he's a deadbeat. Yeah. He doesn't have custody. And so like, yeah, he doesn't want to have to tell, have to explain that <laughs> to anyone he's dating. Yeah. That is something you should know up front yeah and it's also not that big of a deal no uh yeah oh to circle back to like all the things you'd have to plan you'd have to plan for child care mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to go back to your house right like you'd have to be very strategic about planning all of that it's like the effort that goes into a lie and maintaining that lie yeah like yeah w- my guy just tell the truth and then put all of that effort towards building a meaningful relationship. Yeah. But you know, like some, some people would do anything to not have to face reality. It's like the people who are really good at scamming people out of money. Mm. It's like, why you could have put the same amount of effort into actually doing the thing instead of like being a fraud. Yeah. And you would be just as successful. Right. And like not a shitty person. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Whenever I see all these like very extensive like scamming schemes, I'm like, this is impressive what you've set up here. Use it and be honest. You know, yeah, like it would. it's not that much more difficult to like actually do the thing uh-huh. instead of just like right. pretend you're doing the thing. And getting other people's money invested and involved. It's telling a lie is so much fucking work. Like you have it really is. you have to like there's so much planning and memory that has to go into maintaining a lie. And not telling someone about your children is lying by omission. So yeah. that's a lie it's a lie. Anyway, everyone agreed he was the asshole. He ended up deleting his account. <laughs> he should delete himself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Delete, I, I guess, uh, delete whatever personality he's fucking Yeah, do right a hard now. hard reset on that, man. Just remove yourself from the dating pool. Factory reset. Yeah, this might be a slightly shorter episode. I don't, I think it'll still be like 50 minutes. Yeah. Well, this zoomed by, Liz Yeah, Ball. it really did. It did zoom by. Gatsby has been in and out of my lap <gasps> at least three times. He's such a, Gramps is being such a good little boy over he there really on his... Is. Oh, bless his heart. Nap. Bless his heart. Tired from s- meowing in all of my meetings today. And exhausting. He was a hard worker today. Anyway, shall we? Yeah. <clears throat> We've been hearing from y'all, and you like the songs. Yeah. That I was. I'm. I'm really happy to hear that. To be honest, I am ecstatic to hear it because I wasn't going to stop anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that you knowing like it. knowing that it's loved. Someone was like, "It's my reward for listening." <laughs> It's all, it's my reward for for doing for talking for an hour. Uh-huh. I'm like I get to fucking sing off key. Yeehaw! Oh my god! Sign me all the way up. All right. Well, <clears throat> we love you, our, our children. children. Ooh, we got we got that. I harmonized that. today. Yeah, that was wow. We really phenomenal. were switching it up. We're celebrating. I've not been good at harmonizing lately. Well. I don't give you good notes to work with in your defense. (laughs) 